this is coffee number five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being back here in coffee number five. And today I was thinking about my journey. And I've been there, done that. I did for so many years. And I always say I had to recycle myself. I grew up in the 80s. The 80s weren't kind. And I lost many jobs because I wasn't a thin or a stall or I wasn't that willing, maybe. So I just wanted to do my job. And we, we live in a world that changed a lot. And over the years, I realized that I had to just be me. It didn't matter if I wasn't thin or if I wasn't tall, because that's not something I can change. Well, I love high heels. We know that. But um, I had to get over the accent that is not going anywhere. But overall, I had to learn how to respect who I was as a person. Otherwise, nobody would respect me. It, it was a, a tough call and a, and a tough lesson to learn. Um, but I guess that that's part of growing up too. Today, I invited Michelle, and I'm not going to even attempt to say the last name because I know that I'm going to mess up. So Michelle, welcome to Coffee Number 5. And I'm so glad that you accepted to come to talk to me today about something that is very, very important to me. And we're going to disclose this in a moment. But first, I want you to first say your last name and then tell us a little bit about your journey. Sure. Thank you for having me. So yeah, my full name is Michelle Angeli Beato. And yeah, my journey has been quite interesting. We were talking about it before um, we started um, the podcast, which is I actually started my career as a television producer. For many, many years, I was producing television for a lot of different networks and, and, and television stations across the U.S., and I pivoted twice in my career. I then, after be producing television for a number of years, I became a digital marketer with a large company, Mercedes-Benz USA in the US. And you know, with them, moved from New Jersey to Atlanta, Georgia, when they relocated their headquarters. And after a couple of years with them, decided to launch my own business, um, coaching others about career development. And so I've pivoted in my career wise, th career wise, three different times, which has been a fun and interesting journey. Uh, it's it was so in interesting to meet Michelle because we have the same background. Basically, we both were in production and television. Then we both move into marketing and digital marketing. And then I open my agency and I do some coaching and you it's similar, the same, basically the same story and different place. And but also we both have a lot more in common than that. We both found out that we that business has no gender. Business has no age. Business has, and I love that she's now working with de developing professionals and what with this thought. I mean, I hate when people call me boss babe or she boss or, oh my God, I'm not of that. I'm just Laura. It's like, even when I used to teach, um, I hated that people call me professor. I didn't need that. I have a name. And for me, it's a lot more important to be called Lara than I'm being called professor. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. So, I mean, literally the basis of my business is about connecting, right, with people. And I talk a lot about that of, you know, being different is amazing, right? And you should focus on connecting with people as people, you know, stop generalizing, stop trying to put people in a box. None of us, you know, belong in a box. Therefore, we should, you know, communicate with each other as you know who we are take time to find out who is Laura right who is she she's just not a woman right she's someone who has a history who has a career who has interesting things stories you know you have something to learn from anybody so I really really love that you know and teach people to focus on that for sure well I I I want to go a little deeper in this of career development because I feel so many people are they don't know where to start Like, first of all, a lot of people are afraid of change. And I don't know how many, besides recycling myself as a professional, before that, I changed my mind a few times before my my career choice. And honestly, my career choice started in one place and life took me in a different direction that I never expected. So how, how to start that process of a career journey, a career change? How do you work yeah. with your your people, your business? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I get a lot of clients. So for example, like I speak to a lot of young people who are either like in, in college at the university level or starting their careers. They're in their first or their second job and they're frustrated. And I also work with a lot of older people who have been in a job or an industry for a really long time and they're looking for a change or they have to make a change. And I tell people all the time is first, Focus on you first, meaning who are you? Like write down, you know, what is your talent? What is your experience? What makes you different? Once you start writing that that down and realizing and, and connecting with yourself as a professional, then you go into, okay, well, what are some of the things that I'm interested in? Where am I, where am I interested in going? Because the way that I look at career development is very different than the usual, um, uh, way of looking at it. See, I look at career development. I tell every single person, whether you own a business or not, you are an entrepreneur. And the reason why is because you own a product, a service, you, right? You own. So you have to, in today's world, you have to market yourself. You have to continuously educate yourself. You have to make sure. Yeah. So that's, so I say, you know, change that mindset into whether you just got a, a new job, whether you're happy in your job or not, continuously work on your product or your service. And that's you. Yeah, you cannot never stop learning. Uh, that's something that I learned early on because you turn around and slash, there's a new technology or there, something happened, the algorithm changed or the business owner changed of a, a client of yours and you never know. So you always need to be prepared. I found yeah. out that we are in a very interesting time of this world. Uh, the news are that people don't want to work full time. People want to work remote. But also I found that everyone wants to go digital. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and create digital courses or create something, uh, which is to me a little scary because there are a lot of people with very little knowledge trying to teach others. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that, you know, there's this perception that and you and you know this, especially because of social media. And I talk to kids about this all the time. Um, And I even did a TED talk last week about this. 
People love to glamorize entrepreneurship and success. You see the beautiful Instagram pictures, the beautiful pictures of, oh, I'm a business owner. I'm in front of a mansion. I'm in front of a private jet. I'm in front of luxury. Oh, I, I, I love the jet ones. That's so typical. I mean, really, I mean, there are, I know people that will rent a jet for an hour so you can go in and take pictures. I mean, it's that crazy. And people don't understand that behind what we do, there's a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of work that has to continuously be done. Entrepreneurship is not easy. It, it requires work. And so it's interesting when I see people, you know, glamorizing this, nothing in life should be glamorized. Everything from trying to get ahead at work at your, you know, at a job or starting your own business. There's a lot of hard work involved. Yeah. And again, not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. I Correct. found out that a lot of people trying to have their small entrepreneur business, but at the same time, they're risking something that maybe they are good at in their own world or finding another opportunity. Not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. And I Correct. think that and is- we all have our own journeys. Yeah, each exactly. and every single one of us has our own journey. I think it's overrated. And mostly yeah. in the younger generation, they are, like you said, there is this glamour that they can see and they think that entrepreneur life is that. And entrepreneur life is not that easy. You work a lot. You work more than anyone in your team. And also you have the huge responsibility of your team. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's the thing I, you know, I, I th this is why I focus on, 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 on the, the act of being curious, of staying curious, right? Because I tell people when I was in college, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. A lot of people don't, and that's okay. But I happen to know what I wanted to do. And if you take my specific journey, I became a television producer while I was still in college, which was amazing. But guess what? Seven years later, I, my interest changed, I wanted a change, and I switched. And guess what? A couple of years later after that, I switched. We are constantly growing. And that's what I, you know, I want to tell people, every decision that you make from a professional standpoint is not permanent, right? Learn from every place that you are, every position, every job. There's something to learn and grow from, you know, from that experience. Use that and then just be open into to sit. Just be open to new opportunities. That's the way you navigate your career. We've both been in, mar I mean, I'm in marketing, you've been in marketing and somehow yeah. you're teaching how to market yourself. And there is something to be learned there that you can only market yourself so far. If you are not it, if you don't have, at some point it's going to show. You can only fake it until I make it until so far. So it's okay to go a little extra and say, hey, uh, I can do this. You know, you can do it and you're not 100% sure, but you know, they can pull it off. And But in the other one, in the other side becomes just a bluff and you can become a liar. So it's something that you need to be very careful because your reputation is behind it. And you can ruin your reputation just from... Where, faking until you make it and where is there is a, a line that it becomes a lie. 
Yeah, no, definitely. So like I, I, I created a curriculum, right? And that curriculum focuses on three different things. And one of the things is I teach people, you know, how to network, right? How to connect with other people. I call networking, connecting, and then personal branding. So what you're talking about, personal branding is important. And a lot of people assume, so what you just talked about before, about faking it till you make it, people assume that personal branding is the pretty pictures on Instagram, you know, what you tell people, no. Personal branding, yes, there's a point of branding that you can create yourself, but the real branding is what Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon says, your personal brand is what people say when you're not in the room. So back to what you said, do people, you know, do your clients say that, did you help your clients? Did you help them solve problems? That is the true testament of like what your brand is. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, is there is this saying in Spanish that I always, um, oh, you speak Spanish, so I can tell it, and then we can, we translate it. It's from Don Quixote, which says, uh, if uh, si los perros ladran, means that que está, eh, quiere decir que estamos cabalgando. If yeah, okay. the dogs are barking, means that we're galloping. Which yeah. I love that saying, but also when dogs barking, many times you want to, you're going to hear not what you want to hear. A lot, there are a lot of people out there that are not prepared to see your change. They are not prepared to, uh, you also need to put the rules of your game when you're changing. I mean, how many times in business, probably it happened to you that the client want the extra, but they don't want to pay for it. There is yeah. something that when you create your personal brand, you need to decide how you're going to be dealing with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I get asked to speak for free all the time. You know, that's something that that and, and it's interesting because I created in my business plan um, for uh, for uh, I believe it's once a quarter. We I give an, I give away an opportunity for me to speak to a charity or to a school free of charge. That's something that I really love doing. I love giving back. So that's built into my business plan. But I'll get offers, you know, all the time. Hey, can you speak to so and so for free? I said, I'm a professional speaker. I'm also a professional coach. So, you know, I have a fee. You can either pay it or you cannot. But it's yeah. It's very interesting how yeah. people, yeah, I mean, they will try or, to take advantage. Yeah, or even the, the clients will say, oh, can I have an extra session? Because in the last one, I didn't feel like th- that comfortable with. Or it's something that is a reflex of your personality. And many times, like client, like you say, it's not going to be happy with you. But at the end, is that you know that you did the right thing. And if you're a professional and you build up to be where you are today, you can go to sleep and be at peace because you know that you did the right thing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I, I, I'm always curious because I find that a lot of professionals are struggling who, who they are and who they want to be. And like they always say is who you are, who you really are and how the other ones see you. And for positions that they are high in companies, it's really hard to merge those three and many times to understand how uh, how other people see us in our positions. Uh, because yeah, for, no. for people, it's impossible to understand some decisions that we need to make. But there mm-hmm. are things that we only see. And I found out that that's really hard of a personal branding because you cannot explain yourself for every decision that you make. 
Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 it all comes down to confidence. That's why, you know, I do, I do like to focus and help people do like a rediscovery of themselves of who are you today, right? Like, 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 who are you? Who is it that, you know, you might want to be somewhere, but where are you today? And we work on defining who you are, who is it that you want to be? And then based on that, right, you need to start making decisions based on that. Because another part of personal branding is being consistent, right? So if you want to be known as something, right, a professional, you want to be known as a leader, you have to consistently do the right thing. Have, you know, you know, your actions have to align to that personal brand that you want to create. So someone comes to you, and they, where do you start? Where do you start to finding out uh, what's next? Because I'm sure that a lot of people, is, they're anxious to know what's next in their life. And yeah, so some... I, I run them through a series of exercises. Like I, we first, for example, first it's like, what is their goal? So I get people that come to me with different goals. Like one person might come to me because they need help with their personal branding. They just got a big job and they want to just be able to define themselves. And so I help them define like, okay, what is what is it that you want your personal brand to be? So we create a personal branding statement. I help them with their bios. I help them create, you know, what that persona should be so that they can, you know, obviously follow it. I have people that come to me because, you know, they want to completely change careers. So we focus then on, okay, well, what are your skills? What are your qualifications? What has been your personal brand? We go through some exercises and then we build a plan for them to now go and network with other people, well, you know, uh, reinvent themselves via LinkedIn, right? Look at their digital assets. So I, depending on what the specific goal is, is it to get a new job? Is it to completely change new jobs? Whatever that goal is, then I start from there. But typically for every single scenario, I start with the person first. Let's find out who are you really? And um, I, I totally get it. And I, I, I'm going back in something that I maybe was I was thinking about it while you were talking because you had to go through this transition. How was it for you to discover this transition and this is what you wanted to do? Yeah, so for me it's interesting because um I actually um had a moment three years ago and it's funny, Lara, because it was three years ago today. So the what my TED talk talks about this moment. So three years ago I was in marketing, I was, you know, um in a relationship, I was I had the you know the job that I wanted, I was doing, and I had a moment today, three years ago, where I was driving home and I wasn't happy. I was getting burnt out. I didn't feel creative. There was a lot of things going on. And I had a moment in my car that was like, like, like it was like a weight of uh, uh, on my shoulder. And I had to have a conversation with myself, Michelle, what is wrong? Why are you not happy? Why do you not feel like you have a purpose? And I literally had to go through a, like a transformation of asking myself some questions trying to make some changes. And I went through this whole discovery process in order to figure out, okay, well, what is it that I want to do for the rest of my life? What is it that I'm good at? What is it that I love to do? And that's how I kind of came across, you know, this whole curriculum. I had started doing this work before, but that was the moment that I was like, I need to make this into something that I can help other people do the same. Amazing. Well, congratulations on three years of so <laughs> I mean, it was meant to be that you are here today. So exactly. Michelle, before we go, I want to ask you the same question that I ask every guest that it comes to coffee number five, which is 
we all make mistakes. And I believe that we learn a lot from those mistakes. So what's that mistake that you taught you the most? The mistake of not listening to the doubts and the questions that I've had. So three years ago, you know, I had doubts and questions about what I was doing for my career, my personal life. And my biggest mistake was waiting, like silencing those questions instead of addressing those questions and answering them. I finally did, but it took me a little while to do that. So I definitely think that was a, that's a, a big mistake and one that I may have made a number of times in my life and many other people make. If you have a doubt or you have a question about something, make sure that you answer it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for having coffee with me today. It was a pleasure having you here and listen to your journey and all this amazing story that you told us and tips for our audience. So everyone, I will, so see you. I will see you next week in having coffee and coffee number five. It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.